Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, September 29, 2023. My name is Matt. This is Daily Crypto News. Did you update your iPhones? Did you update your Mac OS? We have Sonoma now. And actually, it's pretty damn nice. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I'm just actually kind of stoked to have, you know, new gadgets to fiddle with and explore. Speaking of gadgets that we're probably going to be fiddling with and exploring in the future, did you see this Mark Zuckerberg and Lex Friedman podcast the other day? That happened in the metaverse where they used photorealistic avatars of themselves talking to each other. It was absolutely amazing. If you did not see this, then link is in the show notes. And this is kind of like what Apple is trying to do with Apple Vision. And I think Mark beat them to it. But in true Apple fashion, you know what's going to happen is Mark's going to do this. They're going to refine the tech. They're going to refine all of the, uh, the functionality. And then Apple will steal it, rename it to Apple Vision Max. <laughs> anyway, let's start today with Asia Focus and Sarah. Welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News focusing on the Asian crypto scene. I'm Sarah, daycare remote. My email is sarah at dailycryptonews.net. Starting off with some heartwarming news from my home, South Korea. There have been a lot of concerns, many more concerns than excitements in Korea around blockchain, the structure of industry development, and when a new paradigm begins, the stance of the government is usually very conservative. I don't think this is a problem of only the Korean government. This is just how centralized government works in a sense. New things to figure out, new things to regulate, more work, more change, more trouble. That's where they come from. So 
Blockchain technology and cryptocurrency also got a similar response from Korea. But as you also know, Korea has a huge purchase power and activities in crypto. South Korea used to be the third largest market for Bitcoin trades in the world, coming in behind Japan and the United States according to a report by BBC back in 2018. And I don't think we're far off even now. I know I'm getting a little bit serious today, but up until recently, I have yet to be so confident with sharing what Koreans are doing on the international stage because they tend to be quite local. But I'm proud of this. Rise up together. The introduction was long. (laughs) Rise up together is a loose alliance but a tight movement of 100 Korean Web3 builders. It consists of 100 Korean Web3 teams driven by Deserve Labs. Deserve Labs is a blockchain infrastructure company. I personally learned DeFi properly from the CEO of Deserve Labs, Jiyun Kim. Rise Up Together is set out to be a constructive community to solve issues in the Korean blockchain scene and nurture the local industry. I will put the tweet of Jiyun Kim on the show note. It's a little still a very early stage in this movement and... I would love to keep an eye on this. Do you have any local community that you are proud of? Send me an email, sarah at dailycryptonews.net. The Bank for International Settlements, BIS, and the central banks of France, Singapore, and Switzerland have successfully concluded Project Mariana. The project tested the cross-border trading and settlement of wholesale central bank digital currency, WCBDCs, between financial institutions using new decentralized finance technology concepts on a public blockchain. The scope of this project contains three elements. First, a common technology token standard provided by a public blockchain to facilitate exchange and interoperability between the different currencies. Second, bridges for the seamless transfer of WCVDC between different networks. Third, an automated market maker, so-called AMM, which is a specific type of decentralized exchange to trade and settle spot FX transactions automatically. Hmm. This project does not indicate in any sense that WCBDC is going to be issued or any partner central banks endorse DeFi. More in the East, Project Mbridge has made even more tangible progress in their research. According to Hong Kong Monetary Authority, HKMA CEO Eddie Yue says, quote, Tests have shown Mbridge to provide faster, cheaper, more transparent cross-border payments, end quote. He also mentioned that Mbridge will expand, will commercialize, and is now looking for more central bank partners to join. Enbridge is the only international CBDC project China has participated in. And of course, the US has been warning about this project, saying that the project could be leveraged to evade economic sanctions. There are a few ways to see CBDC implementation. China tries to provide the world with a common currency with the digital yuan. 
digitizing central bank currencies to fight money laundering, optimize the tax slash financial system, etc. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But from a crypto point of view, stablecoin companies should be most worried, in my opinion. They will be the first one to go to exercise CBDC as regulatory steps. And another thing to think about is, will exchanges adopt CBDC? Crypto exchange HTX suffered a hack on the 25th of September that resulted in the loss of 5,000 Ether. It's around $7.9 million, according to the company advisor Justin Sun. Justin mentioned in his tweet, quote, HTX has suffered a loss of 5,000 ETH, that's around 8 million US dollars, due to a hacker attack. HTX has fully covered the losses incurred from the attack and has successfully resolved all related issues. All user assets are SAFU and the platform is operating completely normally. End quote. He also said that HTX is willing to offer 5% of a stolen amount, that's about 400,000 US dollars, as a white hat reward. And if the stolen funds are returned, then HTX will also hire him, them, or her as a security white hat advisor. Another hack, but safely concluded without too much drama, at least for now. And a real quick jump across the pond over here in the United States, the SEC has once again delayed its decision on four prominent Bitcoin ETFs. Yesterday, the SEC made separate announcements for each of them. They said no to BlackRock, no to Bitwise, no to Invesco, and no to Valkyrie. This is the second time they've done this. And the reason for them doing it right now is that the deadline for making the decision on these ETFs are between October 16th and 19th. But there could be a government shutdown, which they'll be sitting at home not getting paid and not making decisions like Bitcoin ETFs. So they decided to do it early. We might actually find some clarity in January of 2024, according to the SEC, where they're going to put a deadline on themselves saying we're going to make a decision on all of this. Crypto custody tech company Fireblocks has acquired tokenization firm Blockfold to serve the financial industry's largest institutions. The acquisition will expand Fireblocks' capabilities in tokenization, allowing traditional assets to be traded on the blockchain. And this is going to include token customization, orchestration, and distribution and advisory. The market for tokenized assets could spike to $16 trillion by 2030, according to a report by consultancy firm the Boston Consultant Group. 
Now, no one really knows how much Fireblocks paid for Blockfold, but the rumor is it's around $10 million, which, if you're going to be setting yourself up for a $16 trillion <laughs> industry by 2030, you might have might have undervalued yourself a little bit. Maybe you should just uh, stick around for a couple of years and tokenize your own stocks. But anyway, congratulations for selling your company. And finally, Circle, the company behind the stablecoin USDC, said that stablecoins designed for payments do not have essential features of an investment contract, and so it doesn't fall in the SEC's purview. They also argued that users of stablecoins don't expect any profit from holding them. Obviously, they're stable. I mean, you probably could arbitrage some stablecoins, to be honest with you. You know, sometimes it goes to 99.6 cents or 99.8 cents or 99.1 cents or a dollar a one. And so there is stablecoin arbitration, but you really got to be talking big volumes to be doing this. Anyway, today they're saying all this as a response to the SEC suing Binance and CZ over alleged violations of security laws. And the lawsuit alleged that Binance affiliate BAM Trading sold unregistered securities, including BUSD, which is a stablecoin. Anyway, I personally think that old Gary G needs to read the Howie Testament his damn self. Anyway, let's get into those crypto prices. And the time is 10.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are at fear greed of 42. Neutral. Bitcoin sitting at $27,008. Up 0.8% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,678. Up 2% in 24. Tether's number 3. Binance is at 216. Up 0.6%. And XRP is at 52.9 cents. Up 5.2%. Hmm. Rounding off the top 10, we have USDC. Cardano. Doge, Solana up 5.1% at $20.41, and Tron is number 10. The total market cap is at $1.07 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 48.8 and an ETH dominance of 18.7. And that was our show today. I hope you have a great weekend. And until Monday, happy hodling, everyone.